Hey, before we get today's episode going, I want to give a special shout out to the Who Arted podcast. Who Arted is a weekly art podcast that breaks down art history by looking at some artists and some of their most fantastic work and having a fun little discussion with or without guests. I recently made another appearance on the podcast on an episode that premiered earlier this week where we talked about a very obscure artist, or at least one you would consider an artist. We talked about Andrew Fuller, who is an outstanding uh, baker and cake artist that I would consider, who won Netflix's Is It Cake, at least the first season. Me and host Kyle Woods had a fantastic conversation about the guy and some of the art that he's been able to push out there in cake form, obviously. And I think you guys are going to absolutely love the discussion we had. Check the link in the show notes and you'll be able to go to the episode and enjoy a fun little conversation. And for you guys personally, here's a little taste of what you should expect from Who Arted. He started baking as a kid, learning it the traditional way, grandma teaching him and all of that stuff. And he said in an interview, he found that he's creating other forms of art. People look at it, they like it, they appreciate it, but, you know, they don't always buy it. But with food, it's like it's this categorical shift. All of a sudden you make something edible and people are like, well, you got to eat and you might as well enjoy it. So that they'll like justify the expense. You know what I mean? I mean, I've seen obviously both ends of the spectrum when it comes to that kind of stuff. Cause I, you know, I've talked to a bunch of artists or whatnot and as incredible as some of the stuff out there, sometimes it's hard for them to sell stuff to people. It's hard for them for people to really buy it. But obviously when it comes to food more than anything else, like, especially if you've seen like the best example, of that would be edible arrangements more than anything else. If you think about <laughs> an edible arrangement, it's technically a piece of art more than anything else, but people are going to buy it more than anything else. Cause it's, it's a nice, beautiful aesthetic that people can enjoy and have their fellow bellies full of. Listen to the Who Arted podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information, go to whoartedpodcast.com. And welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I'm your host, Nathan Raglan. And, you know, a major thing that I do with this podcast is I try to take the time to listen to artists. You know, that's part of the job for me more than anything else. Take the time to truly listen to them, get an idea of what they want to try to strive for more than anything else. I'm happy to say that with today's episode, I'm happy to know that I'm not the only person doing that. And with today's guests, they are taking what the artists want and trying their best to deliver. Today's guest is Jay Brown, the founder and CEO of Inkblot, a social media website dedicated and committed to artists and creators. You know, with the uh, recent, uh, what's the word I want to look for? Dumpster fire, that is Twitter nowadays. I have been seeing several people try to come up with alternatives on how to eventually stray away from that. And Inkblot has been one of the more consistent ones trying to get their name out there more than anything else. So whenever I saw that and saw that they were dedicated to artists, dedicated to listening to artists and trying to help them out succeed, 
I knew I had to reach out and try to see if I can get them on the podcast. And today's conversation, I cannot stress enough, is a very fun and insightful one that I think you all are going to love. If you enjoy our guests today, make sure you support them with the links down below. And, of course, try out Inkblot today. We'll definitely discuss a lot more into the episode on why Inkblot is a cool, fun alternative that you guys should at least explore. But take it from me, it's worth at least exploring. So try Inkblot today. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. I see that stuff. I absolutely love it and cannot get enough. If you want to go a little bit further with that support and just, you know, rock some incredible streetwear that, you know, helps promote the podcast in one way or another, maybe you should consider going to our merch shop at pmap.creator-brain.com. We have some outstanding designs done by some wonderful artists and former guests of the podcast. And with the recent edition of the hats that you can totally rep right now, I think you'll be looking styling and whatever you get from that shop. In fact, right now, if you use code I want a hat at checkout at the merch shop, you'll get an additional 20% off your order. So I would recommend, you know, just doing it today because that offer is not going to last forever. And hey, look, if all you're just trying to do is find a fun community to where you can talk about some of the guests of this podcast or try to grow with other artists as well, maybe you should consider joining the Discord server, the Artist Sanctuary. We've already developed a fun little community where we're sharing fun, incredible artworks, trying to get people connections or whatnot, sharing fun memes, and just having a good discussion, and I think you would be a wonderful addition to it today. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern art podcast how are you doing today i'm doing okay you know it's a sunday it's pretty dreary outside but you know just uh i'm looking forward to a D game tonight so there you go there you go yeah you know i i have i have been wanting to get into like D badly like it's one of those like i need to find like a group to like just do it with whether it be like through discord or something like that i was part of one when i was like back in college but we only did like two or three sessions and then just nothing past that yeah yeah that's pretty common um i i started with friends and then i um and then that kind of fell off that we did like maybe six or eight sessions um and then i was just like uh you know what i'm gonna just go out find my own group and then i realized that there was like no dms like nobody wanted to be a dm so i was just (laughs) like all right well i'll just be a dm you know so i found my own group and i've been doing it ever since for i think a year and a half now um and it's it's been so much fun and obviously I, i have friends that join me with other complete strangers and things like that because you know you can grab some from reddit and things like that i do completely online i know some folks love it in person (laughs) i mean i the only one the only one i knew was the in-person one but i obviously know like i'm in like several like different friend groups because of the connections i made like through the podcast or whatnot i know like there's a good chunk of them that like have like different sessions different groups or whatnot i know of a group that like uh, on Twitch stream, like Pokemon D and D or something along the lines of that. What? So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So like, yeah, I know it's out there. I just need to be like, all right, who wants to do it? <laughs> yeah, no. And I'm sure you'll, you'll get some bites cause everyone loves having more than one session. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Plus, yeah, I, I do appreciate the fact that like the mentality you had with is like, well, no one else is going to be the DM, the, you know, DM for this thing. That's ah, it. I'll just do it myself. Basically, right. like uh, you can probably test this, but from what little I can research or whatnot, that's basically just been your mentality with just about everything you've done at this point. 
It really is. Um, I'm. I like to say uh, I don't like to talk about it. I like to be about it. There you so, go. Um, that's pretty much what has gotten me into trouble more times <laughs> than not. Um, as you can see, Inkblot has just been exactly that whole statement put into action. <laughs> I mean, at least someone's putting it into action. I mean, I, I think I said this to you whenever we were getting the, the thing set up, but, like, that was the mentality with this podcast. It's one of those, I wanted to see something like this out there, and no one else is doing it. Well, screw it. I'll right. just do it. Let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's the best way to do it. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's same thing with the DMing and everything. No one, everyone wants to talk about it and want to, you know, be a part of it, but they don't want to lead it. So, um, you know, there's only a few, few people like me and you that, you know, get out there and get it done. Exactly. Exactly. Um, which by the way, thank you so much for taking the time to, to do this. I really do appreciate it. Um, I can only imagine, you know, like, I don't know how your mind is or whatnot, but like, I'm just, I've never had an interview kind of like this, like talking about like a media platform or whatnot. So, I mean, this is definitely a new direction for me, but also like, it's a very interesting one because at the end of the day, I mean, you and I, I can say we're artists. We're just trying to promote something out there. We're trying to promote other people. And I feel like, yeah, we'll find a good conversation at the end of the day when it comes to this. So, right. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm happy to be here for sure. Absolutely. And sorry, your other members of your staff couldn't be here, but you know what? Like I said, we just need at least one person that represents the company. We got this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I, you know, they were just, uh, I mentioned it and then they were like, Oh, I want to come. I want to come. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, you can, but you know, I always knew it was just gonna be me. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you, you, you guys, I got you. I'm glad for the enthusiasm, but I know that I'm probably the one that's gonna be there. They're they're here in spirit. Um, yes, yes, yes. I can only imagine because I. I'm going to go ahead and just ask this question. Like it, it has to be just like, a, I'm not gonna say a hassle, but it has to be an interesting experience running a social media website. Cause it's one thing to like join one, but it's a completely other experience to, it's a completely different experience to actually run one. Like this gotta be like a new kind of level of hectic for you, isn't it? It, it is. It's my first rodeo. So I'm definitely learning every day. Um, you know, it, it's, as I tell my team, I'm like, you know, there's going to be patterns of human behavior. Like we'll, we'll start to be able to predict, predict things, you know, um, because it's just, you know, running a social media website, is just kind of having like that glass, like that glass room where, you know, we're in, we're in here, they can't see us and we can see everything that they're doing, um, in terms of like interaction wise and everything. And no one can really see everyone else. Mm-hmm. So like in what they're doing, they're only focused on what they're doing and who they're interacting with. So we kind of see a lot of different interactions and everything. And it's, it's very wild coming from, you know, someone that knew nothing about tech to see that. And then obviously not even just tech, but social media tech. And it's been insane. That's for sure. It's been really crazy. Well, I admire your dedication so far when it comes to this and helping this thing grow more than anything else. And we'll definitely divulge a lot more into that when it comes to the actual discussion. Okay, Jay, before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast, if I may. Let's say you get to go to a deserted island on your own accords. It is just you, alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe. Get to enjoy yourself a little bit with accommodations. You're not stranded. You're just it, it, it's all to yourself. That's that's all it is. Um, if give, uh, however, to help make sure you don't go completely you know batshit crazy on this island, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help with whatever vibe you want to try to go with. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Oh my gosh. 
Uh, wow. Okay, one piece of media. It, okay, so can the media be a game? Oh, absolutely. Whatever you consider media or art, that is all within the realm. Okay, um, I would have said a piece of art, but the artist, I can't remember the name. I think it was like Ludwig or something. But if it's a, if it can be a game, then I'd go with The Long Dark, uh, a survival Long game. In, yeah, it's a survival game in the uh, Canadian wilderness. Um, something happened where it was like apocalyptic, like electrical, like thing that took out all the electricity in the world. Okay. Um, and I think I clocked like at least a hundred plus hours in that game. <laughs> so. I mean that, that just the bare minimum of the presence that you already told me alone. Like, it sounds like an interesting, like mentality more than anything else. Like I imagine like it's all shrouded darkness and what you're trying to like find a way to like light it back up uh, essentially. Pretty much. I mean, you know, um, in, in the, there's a story, there's a story, but there's a sandbox. And then, so okay. you're just kind of like trying to survive against you and nature and the cold, uh, which mm. like, you know, obviously cold, you know, the weather is nature, but like nature of the animals, but like the cold is totally different in, in its own thing. So that's why I mentioned them separately. And it's really, it's a really fun game, um, single player, but it's, it's really fun. There you go. And you said it was an independent game as well? Or is it indie? Yeah, so okay. um, small, a small studio in uh, called Hitherland, okay. um, and they are in, Can in Canada, um, called The Long Dark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, I I'm gonna say this, like especially like nowadays, like what independent games game developers are able to accomplish more than anything else. Like it blows my mm -hmm. mind hearing that concept alone. Like I'm su like I'm not gonna say I'm not surprised that hasn't been done by a AAA production, but also like I'm just amazed that like. Again, an independent studio was able to create such a unique concept like that. That's that's the beauty of, you know, the independent art world, I guess, more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I really wish indie games was, uh, like, pushed forward rather than all the AAA. I mean, you know, AAA is cool and all. Like, you know, I buy, I buy my own AAA games, but, like, those games really got something special. And, um, it, you know, supporting those studios is 100% what I think a lot of gamers need to kind of set some time and attention towards fair enough but nevertheless the long dark that is your answer you're locking that in yes i'm locking that in yes all right then then if that's the case i cannot think of a better way to start the postmodern art podcast welcome everyone i am your host nathan ragland uh feel free to like share subscribe or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer you can support the podcast on patreon go to patreon.com slash pmap and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Inkblot at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> he is the founder of Inkblot, a social media website dedicated and committed to artists and creators with a growing base. Welcome to the podcast, Jay Brown! Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for taking time to be here and discuss this. How are you doing on this wonderful day? I'm doing okay. I'm just uh, I'm really excited for this podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Good. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm certainly excited to have this conversation as well. Ever since I've seen you guys more or less pop up on other social media websites, granted, that's how you know word of mouth gets around. But seeing you guys certainly develop a face and getting your name out there, having people come on board and saying wonderful things about you at the end of the day, especially in the, you know, the, the current times that we are, that seemingly every other social media website is burning to the ground in a huge, giant pile of you know, fire and rubble and stuff. It's, it's, yeah. it's encouraging to see you guys like more or less grow and, you know, provide a good platform for artists and creators and such. But before we really divulge into what you guys are doing now, 
I want to go right. back just a little bit, if I may. I want to know more or less the origin story of Jay, first and foremost. Uh, what got you interested in art in the first place? Um, I Honestly, I have no idea. I was okay. drawing um, art since I was a kid, like Scooby-Doo. I would like just draw like my favorite cartoons and everything like that. Um, I never grew out of it, I guess, you know, I was one of those people that had like all their drawings, like, you know, taped in their room, like across the board, like, um, but you know, I, uh, I was, I ended up actually going pre-med major, um, in college and yeah. And I, you know, but I always stuck with the art, you know, I was on DeviantArt for a long time. Um, I was you know, role playing, uh, you know, I was one of those wolfaboos, you know, <laughs> um, you know, drawing my wolf, uh, participating in, uh, you know, uh, art, uh, art and role play groups. Um, but yeah, no, I stuck with it. Um, and I ended up becoming a graphic designer and illustrator. Um, so I run my other company, which is a racing company. Um, and that's pretty much how I stuck with art for so long is being able to, uh, combine two of my favorite things is racing and art. So I've stuck with it and I've made a living off of that. I mean, that's, that's a good like foundation more than anything else, especially hearing how you've been able to grow and especially knowing that like, especially started out like while art was there it wasn't the priority more than anything else hearing right. how you were going to pre-med like i i have yeah. to ask when did it go from like a general love that you had and something you did on the side to something that you wanted to make your passion your career going away from the the standard pre-med stuff and actually devoting yourself to the art career um so i was working uh in the hospital for a while so i've been in and out of the hospital in terms of like working in it um and so you know one of my last few jobs was uh working as a medical scribe and basically it was like everyone in the company was also a pre-med major okay um because it's one of those it's one of those entry level jobs that you don't need a certificate for and you don't you don't need any any necessary experience they train you and then you just get into the hospital working with the doctors and the teams and everything like that so um i was the youngest there and and i say that because you know they just started the program where you could be a freshman in college and still and still have this so i was the youngest on the team there at the hospital yeah so they were, um, you know, I was just there for a while. I was there for four years and just kind of seeing my coworkers, which were, again, I, I was the youngest because they just allowed freshmen. So they were uh, originally only allowing postgraduates. Okay. Um, so everyone was working on their master's degree or something like that, um, or working on getting into med school. Um, and it was just, I was there for four years and no one got into med school. I was, I was like, what are the odds? And these are all brilliant, talented people got straight A's, you know, 4.0 GPAs and stuff. And, and I'm like, what is going on? And, you know, they would tell me their plights. They would tell me like, you know, they're applying to these things. And, and I was like, wow. And I'm like, you know, and they would tell me the ins and outs, like, okay, you don't even need to have this. You don't need to have that. Like they were giving me the cheat sheets, Mm -hmm. but they were like, you know, it was just going nowhere. It was such a dogged fight. So, you know, always and, and everything, you know, even doctors have their own hobbies. So racing and, and, and um, drawing was always my hobby, despite being a pre-med major. 
Um, and then I just decided to make a couple stickers for myself with my drawings. And I was like, you know, some folks were like, Hey, could I buy one? And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, really? And so then I became, I opened up into this world of people making stickers for cars. And I was like, wow, this is a thing. So I stuck with that. And then, you know, um, seeing that, uh, pre-med major stuff and seeing how dogged of a fight it was, I, lost my passion for pre-med and was like, you know, um, I think I'll just go be an EMT. So I, I'm a registered EMT. Um, and I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call it there. I love medicine and everything, but I'm gonna just call the EMT, maybe even paramedic one day. I'm just call that even, and just stick with that and, you know, do my other stuff because yeah, it's, it's a dog fight for that pre-med. I mean, good luck to anyone that's doing it. Oh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, I mean, from what you can tell me, it's one of those, like, even if you have, like, that the drive and passion for it, because like you said, there are people that absolutely more than deserve to be in that field and, want to, and should be doctors at this point or whatnot. Right. But, like, the fact that they were right. fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and no progress, that's infuriating more than anything else. Like, I, I can see why it became, like, a dog fight at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, and I was a freshman, and, 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 you know, by the time I left there, people were still there, still trying to get into med school, and I had graduated college already. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. I, you know, I, any, any respect to people that are willing, that have the patience to go through that stuff just to eventually go get to medical school and stuff. Cause that is yeah. just, ugh, I, yeah, I, I understand how you, I understand why you want to get out of it. But the part that also confused me, I just have to say racing. I, I just hearing you talk about that. What got you interested in that in the first place? And how did that become a passion more or less? Um, so my grandfathers were mechanics, so I've always been around okay. cars and everything like that. Um, and that's pretty much where that came from. So honestly, it might be in the blood. I don't know. Um, but I was in high school and basically, uh, my friend, uh, my friend was, who was a friend of my, my sister. And I guess maybe I should start with this, that my twin sister, okay. um, so I, in. Um, and so my she was a friend of my twin sister and she was just like, hey, you know, come to come to the track. Uh, you know, I got I just got this new car. Uh, it wasn't new. It was like a, a 19, a 1990 um, Honda. Uh, oh, man. Honda Del Sol. Oh, wow. And we were like, but it was new to us. Right. So, you know, we were at the time like 17, just got our licenses and everything. And so we went to the track and we went to these car meets. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, you know, it's a whole little community. Everyone's just oh, yeah. hanging out. Um, and of course, you know, you know, we, there was a legal parts of it, racing in the uh, industrial yards and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I, I'm more on the legal side of things. Take it to the track now. Yep. Um, but, you know, that that's that rush and everything has always been there. And I love cars. Absolutely could talk about them all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine. But I think you could probably also agree with me just like the the art of the car in a sense or whatnot. Not on, on yes. so many different levels, like obviously visually, like especially over the years with how many different like things have it added to, to make a car aesthetically pleasing, especially like mm -hmm. some of the art you probably attributed to it or whatnot. Like when it's just right, those are like top line masterpieces that should not be on the road in the first place <laughs> right right yeah and you know i'm more into like the modified community mm. um so you know there is def definitely some beautiful cars just bone stock like out the factory mm -hmm. um but there is so much there it, it, it 
becomes an absolute canvas of a master of an art piece when someone modifies their car um, and just adds things and, and changes everything about it. And it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. And I will also say, you have to probably agree with me that whenever you they mod it just right, not just uh, externally, but um, what was it say? Like internally, like whenever you see like, a, and like especially when people add like the certain parts to it and whatnot, especially when they hit it just right and they're just like flying through there and whatnot, that is just poetry in motion. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they can get really detailed, especially the low riders, because oh, um, yes. you know they. Oh my gosh, they they get down to the threads. <laughs> I, I'll ask this question: What is, in your opinion, the most gorgeous car you have ever got a chance to see since you got involved in the racing scene? I would say um, I can't. I don't think I can remember the year, but I would honestly say it's it's in the nineteen it's in the nineteen nineties or okay. or eighties. Don't remember, but it's an E30, a BMW E30, um, absolutely amazing. The guy lives in Seattle area. Um, no, no, not Seattle area. Um, he lives in Oregon, um, and he. It's just like this very clean brown. Um, it's not even like okay. So I'm probably going to be using terms that you don't you don't know, but um, it's not wide bodied or anything. It's okay. stock, um, and but it has like these wheels that are amazing. It's lowered. It's it just done a masterpiece of a job, um, and he also has another BMW that's uh, there, and it's it's beautiful. I, I'm okay. gonna have to send you a picture. <laughs> please, please do. If nothing else, uh, well, I, I'll see if I can like put the photo up on the video version or whatnot because it just sounds like gorgeous. I mean, more than anything else, like yeah, I I am not fluent in car, but it's I can I can admire good looking cars from anywhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, like, you know, you admiring cars are one thing, but being involved with it, especially helping out with the aesthetic that you're trying to go for it or whatnot, especially you as an artist, like, what's the process like for you to help whatever, you know, car, uh, whatever driver get that aesthetic they're trying to go for for their car? So um, it's it's pretty much so stickers are actually a very big part of the aesthetics for cars. And like, you know, if you if there is folks that don't have stickers and there is folks that enjoy it. So um, there's particular scenes that don't have them. Um, and then there's particular scenes that you absolutely need them. Okay. Um, so there is it for the most part, um, I make little slogans or little phrases um, that are just per pertinent to just being a car person. Um, you know, it's, it's some of them is like a, my, my favorite one that I've kind of like uh, I've kind of helped uh, be more popular is a uh, hot boy basically. And it, it just Ooh. means that, um, yeah, it just means that, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to just be cool. You're trying to be, you know, uh, just, a, a just a, a car guy. <laughs> um, and it's just, uh, that's pretty much what somebody would want and they would have hot boy on their car. Um, I also have like something called lover boy, um, okay. where some people like hearts and they like that like kawaii aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So the car scene that I'm more, uh, I'm more, more known in is, um, JDM, which is Japanese domestic movement. Okay. Um, that is basically um, when you is any Japanese or um, a Japanese uh, car. Um, there's also Korean cars. That's the KDM movement, which is Korean domestic movement. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously the U.S. domestic movement where like the Dodge Chargers and everything else like that. Um, but the JDM community is mostly with the stickers because of the aesthetics that we have from Japan um, that we see in Japan. So, okay. Um, that is pretty much stickers are the core of that uh, movement. 
cat having fun over there? Um. <laughs> yeah, so my cat is deciding to uh, yell out the window. <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine. But no, I, I mean, obviously, like I've heard of cars coming from all these different locations, but hearing more or less like the movement they are of trying to get them into like the racing scene or whatnot, like especially knowing that you're helping out with kind of getting the aesthetic down for what you're trying to go for. That just has to be cool, like just being in that environment in the first place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot. I seeing it like going to the grocery store and seeing like my stickers on people's cars is always it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, people always uh, seeing like you know I make the license plate frames as well and seeing my license plate frames and and everything in my banners on cars. It's always it's it's definitely a great feeling and uh, I'm glad that I can help them get to the image that they want or the aesthetic they want for their car. That's awesome more than anything else. I, I have to know, like, obviously you said, like, you were getting away from, like, the pre-med stuff, but, like, when did you kind of realize more or less that, like, you could be a part of, like, the cars, of the racing scene and helping out with providing graphic design stickers for that? Um, I, that was, um, back in, that was back in 20, 2019. I, uh, May of 2019 is when I was, like, I went to a car show um and you know i was just there chilling out and i met um this girl named olivia and she was just she had her own brand and she was just like yeah you know you could do this too and I, you know i had tried and dabbled a little bit in it before i went full time and i was just and she just kind of like showed me like you know like people like love having people people's art and you know graphic design is art and they love having yeah. like you know their their way of things on their car to help with their project and to help with their final image so i was just it was like one car show one person and i was just like all right let's do it you know i was i was a little scared and now i'm just taking this whole jump and uh, it went from there really and and seeing that not only you decided to take that jump more or less but now to the point to where you're seeing your stuff all over the place you know seeing license plates with yourself or whatnot again it's got to be surreal at the end of the day, seeing how far you've been able to come since you decided, you know what, screw the medical stuff. I'm going with this. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's very, I'm, I feel very blessed to be able to do it full time. Um, you know, I, I'm mostly on Instagram. Uh, it's my, I guess I should say I, it is fatal flaw. Um, okay. and I also have a subcategory named fatal racing. Um, and basically, yeah, it's it's been it's been a great journey. I really love it. I used to host car meets. Um, oh, there you I used go. To, yeah, I go down to the track. I have so many connections in the car community, um, and it really fostered my sense for community um, and in helping the community. And you know, just just realizing that we all need community. So it's it's been such a, a good experience in the sense that yes, my art is out in the world, but also it has kind of let me realize that there's nothing better than having than sharing a passion with someone right exactly so like sharing not only that passion but sharing a passion with a community of people that absolutely love it and you've certainly taken that to not just with the car shows but to other aspects in life and to the point to where you decide to develop your own community for artists with as i said <laughs> yeah. with with why i start off at the beginning talking about founding inkblot now yeah to, again talk about community right now, for those who may be curious on what exactly I'm talking about in the first place, what is Inkblot? Inkblot is a social platform for uh, creators, um, mostly artists, but also musicians, writers, um, anyone that loves to create and anyone that loves, uh, that loves to support uh, creators. Absolutely. So what inspired you 
to decide to go on this path and create this social media platform in the first place? Um, so it does go back to Fatal Flaw just a little bit. And okay. um, so Fatal Flaw, I have uh, I have a decent following on Fatal Flaw. I won't, <laughs> I won't say that it's huge. Um, and, you know, that has been my bread and butter, you know, um, that basically every time I post or anything, it gets me a sale, it gets me something um, and things like that. So that's how I've been able to make a living as a full time artist, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Instagram started rolling out their algorithm changes, um, at first it was it was pretty easy to keep up. You could pretty predictable. You could just do meet a certain requirement. Um, you you know, like, for example, you could have it so that, um, you know, if you had 100 likes within the first hour of posting, your post would be okay. Okay. And then there was sometimes where it was like, if you posted, um, if you posted at this certain time, you'd be fine. Um, and you know, you could keep up with those kind of algorithms, but then they started making it way more unpredictable. Um, just absolutely just, you know, crazy. Um, so I was just getting frustrated with that because of course, you know, um, my sales were declining and, you know, I went full time off of this. So, um, at the same time, uh, DeviantArt was rolling out Eclipse. Um, and I had been on DeviantArt for years, uh, a decade or more. Um, and I was just like, they're not listening to us. Like the people that make this platform, that make up their user base is, they're not listening to us. Like, how does that happen? Like, why, why like who's not listening? Like, why, why is that not clicking for them? Um, and they continue to not. So May of 2020 is when Eclipse rolled out officially. I think it was May 20th of 2020. Um, and you'll see that the foundation date for Inkblot is actually May 25th, 2020. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So um, I had a conversation with a few friends and um, on Discord, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I, I got a couple of sketches, and I still have them, um, and I just was like, I'm just going to do it. So I made a, a landing page. I made a Twitter and um, I was like, okay, let's do this. So um, that's how that started. <laughs> the humble beginnings of just because other social media websites were shit. As if that has changed anytime soon. It has not. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's gotten somehow worse. <laughs> right. Yeah, really. It, you know, not naming any particular names. You know, Milan Usk or whatnot. Um. <laughs> yeah. Watermelon Usk. <laughs> Watermelon Usk. There you go. So... It's one thing, at least in my opinion, it's one thing to commit yourself to a different social media website in the first place, like trying to get started on there and trying to develop your fan base there. It's another thing to commit yourself to creating a social media website. (laughs) So I have to know, like, why did you decide that that was going to be the best route possible? And how did you even get started in the first place? Because I wouldn't even know where to start with that. I definitely didn't know where to start. Um, I was, uh, first of all, I didn't know a line of code. So <laughs> I was uh, trying to figure out you know, what's the best method to do this? Where, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, all right, well, at least I need some idea of what I like. Like, what would I want to see? Um, and so I went from like, all right, so, uh, you know, instead of like, you know, it was always going to be a platform. So never did I think it was going to be like some discord or like a community. I was like, it's always going to have to be a platform, social media website. Mm-hmm. So um, I found some tools and uh, that could help me learn logic of coding and encoding everything. Um, I started with Adalo, which was another startup company that kind of helped you make apps um, okay. without really knowing code. 
Um, it, but at the end of the day, it was always just going to be for MVP, which is the most viable product. Um, so just a prototype essentially. Mm. Um, so it was a good low way or low, um, low financial way of or cheap financial way of getting into this and seeing if there was going to be any interest in the first place. Just getting a foot um, in the door to see how exactly you can develop it from there. Right. Exactly. And then just in, and really, again, just seeing it, like if anyone was going to be interested because there's, there's, there's a lot of money that goes into making a website um, and paying $50 a month was a very low way of get, of putting your foot in the door. Compared to um, what some people pay? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. some people just pay a flat fee of $44 billion, but go on. Uh- <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, the easy way. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I did that. And um, that was for a while, very long time. Um, I spent three months making that first prototype before I opened the closed beta, um, which is basically just invite only for those that don't know. Um, and it was like the first 50 users, which I still remember my first 50 users who hey. they are still on the platform today. Hell yeah. Um, very nice to see. Um, they've been there for so long. Um, so shout out to them. Um, and they, you know, it just went from there. I opened up the Patreon at that point. Um, and then, you know, just realizing that if someone is supporting this, then there's a need for it. So that Patreon really, you know, I was only making like 20 bucks a month, but you know, I was like, Hey, you know, there's people that are willing to pay for this and, and see this through. So I need to continue, you know, it's at some point I was doing it for those people on the Patreon and I only had nine people, only had nine people at <laughs> the end um it was i was doing it for them um and you know i was like you got to keep going you got to keep going and um you know i like to say that my friends also um they were using the the prototype as well so i whenever i would log on i would see their their art and everything and them posting and i'm like i'm doing it for them too you know and they they would post on it and they're believing in what i'm doing and um so I did that was a year and a half before I started the Kickstarter. So okay. um but yeah, that was the prototype. That's pretty much where the starting point of like, okay, it has to be a social platform. Um and obviously those people that were believing in me so much that they would send a few dollars to me, I was like, Yeah, I guess it has to be this way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, especially knowing like, well, I mean, because you said it obviously from the start, like the, it started for you because you wanted a good social media platform in the first place. Like you knew from the start, it was going to be that social platform that, that was, there was yeah. no hesitation when it comes to that. It's not like you were creating an app to, uh, yeah, I don't know, sell other people's art or something like that. Jesus Christ. I hope right. not. Um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But like, you know, like the, the fact that you wanted to develop that community more than anything else, like how important mm-hmm. is it for you whenever you were making this social platform to, to not only just provide a place for artists, but provide a community for them to learn about each other and grow. So I'll be honest, it was, uh, that was actually not on my agenda at first. Um, I was strictly, um, uh, so the discord right now that we have for Inkblot, which is, is is public now, um, it was, it was purely business. I, it was, there was no posting art in there. There was no memes. There was no nothing. I mean, there was some casual conversation that some folks would have, but it was a purely business type of thing for the Q&A testing. Um, I was more focused on trying to get this somewhere before I was like, okay, let's focus on the people side of things. Um, but it's grown, that Discord has grown over the last few years. It was uh, around 200 and it started being 400. 
um, we're now at a th over a thousand people um, in that Discord, <laughs> and um, just you okay? No, no, I'm reacting to hearing a thousand people in a single Discord. Oh my, my gosh. goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a thousand people in a Discord, so I have no idea how to run that. So shout out <laughs> to my Discord moderators who are experienced enough and know what they're looking for, what needs to be done to run a community server like that. Right. Um, but it's really been um, what has, besides the Discord, it has been also just people reaching out to me and just saying, and I, I don't want to get emotional or anything, but just saying like, thank you so much for making this. Like I'm, I'm back in the community now. Like I'm, I can feel like I'm among other people, like among my peers, because it's just been so disconnected these last few years for us. And, you know, time and time again, we've had to move from platform to platform. And how many people are we losing each time that we do that? Oh, yes. You know, like how many people are lost? Like what friendships and relationships are you, have you missed out on? Because a corporation wants to say, no, you can't post that or we're going to do it our way and not listen to you. So it's just been that has really sunken in in the sense that from people just saying thank you so much privately to you know to to in in you know in private channels um and just even in the server itself like you know like some people have really come out of their show they're like hey i have i wouldn't talk about i wouldn't even talk like this normally but mm -hmm. you know i really feel a community here so you know it that community has slowly kind of come to me from this side like in the car scene i developed it very quickly very fast okay but for the art it was more like okay for inkwa it's been like okay business and then people kind of like notifying me like you've created a community and i'm like wait i did that <laughs> and then i have to realize like oh i did so um you know it's, it's i guess it's more so with the fatal flaw the racing part I walked into a community okay. with this. I created one and I didn't really realize that until okay. a little bit further in. It's one of those, it wasn't exactly the priority, but it's kind of less more or less weaved itself into the DNA of what Inkblot is. Yes, exactly. So yes. I, I, I have to ask this then what was exactly the goal of Inkblot whenever you first started it? It was definitely just a place like, so I'm a hob. I always keep saying I'm a hobbyist artist. Okay. I, I'm not technically. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm a full-time artist, but I like to say I'm a hobbyist because that's what I was when I was in pre-med for so long. Um, so yeah, so it, you know, so uh, I, I made it for the hobbyist artist. I was like, we need a place um, to hang out. We need a place that, you know, just, just like all of my friends i so i guess you know i really probably missed the mark right i probably missed the mark when making this, um, because all of my friends are from da i met all of my online friends from da um and we are still friends to this day I, we're coming up on a decade of friendship so yeah. i really should say that i made it for friendship um and and to find a community uh for that are people to hang out with and enjoy art and things like that so inkblot has definitely it, it's definitely grown in the sense like you know we are working on a commission sex system and stuff like that um in order to, to help you know creators get paid um but it was definitely always for community okay so, so it wasn't for community, but it was for community. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I get what you're getting at. As well as like, it was intended just for a place, like just a platform more or less for you at the, at the end of the day, but it has grown to become a platform for many now. <laughs> I actually don't even have a personal account on my own website. What? <laughs> I don't. 
Well, I mean, okay. I don't even post on it. I mean, to be fair, if you look at, if you look at, so I'm sure, well, I'm thinking like, okay, Mark Zuckerberg has his page. Elon Musk, well, even before Elon Musk, Jack, who ran Twitter, when I had his own page, who started right. up, uh, yeah, you know what? That is kind of confusing. How come you don't have your own personal page for it? Like, that, uh, do, do you at least have, like, I'm a fatal flaw so... one? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I have, like, a, I have one for, like, testing purposes, so it's okay. J Inkblot. Um, but otherwise, I don't even post on it. I mean, <laughs> you know what? You, you start making it for your own personal one right there. Since you have <laughs> I, I mean, should. I, I mean, should, yeah. I mean, is the first is technically the first user of the website right there because I imagine that was the first one that had to be created. It, uh, it's the the inkblot like the inkblot company one, yes, but mine no. Okay, no. it's at least like a top five one. You have to preserve that for history more than anything else. Um. You know, unfortunately, I don't even think I'm the top five. <laughs> well, there goes my argument very- out the window. Uh- <laughs> Fair enough. But you know what? Like, it's incredible, more or less, like I said, the fact that you've been able to develop this, like, incredible community for this, you know, like, I would say that, like, Inkblot is kind of, like, it's different compared to some of the other ones out there. How, in your opinion, is Inkblot, like, different compared to some of the other social media websites out there, like a DeviantArt or a Tumblr or Twitter and Instagram? How is it different? How is it unique? It's because, uh, I mean, I would like to say that it was, it's probably, not to toot my own horn or anything, but like, it's because it's ran by people that are in the community. Like, that's the difference. Um, You know, it's, there's not too much different from it. It's a community space and DeviantArt is community space as well. Um, It is, has the social aspects of Tumblr and Twitter and things like that. But the difference is that we listen. The difference is that I am also a part of the community and I go through the same challenges and tribulations that they do. So I understand them on a very personal level um, and would it make things that they don't agree with and wouldn't make and wouldn't do things that they would not use and things like that. So um, that's the, the the core difference between us and them. Um, the, obviously, you know, uh, artists have, you know, creators have always found um, a community or made a community on platforms that weren't for them. Uh, Twitter is definitely not an art gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never made for artists. It's actually a news uh, and sports channel um, yeah. uh, platform. So. Uh, you know, it's definitely not for us, but we have found a way. We are resilient, um, and and we continue to to prove that. Um, but yeah, there's not much different in terms of like you know what we have to offer, the features and things like that. Um, but it's more so how it's ran in the missions that we are going or that we are taking. I will say, just right off the bat, like one of the most unique features that I only figured out about recently when it comes to Inkblot is the cool feature you guys added to where you can show like basically a before and after piece or whatnot, like having the the what's the word I'm looking for? Um having having being able to like yeah, you know, have the little slider. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> having the slider to show like the before and after of like a piece, something like that. That is one of the coolest features I've ever seen on any site. Yes, it is um our comparison slider is definitely um our number one. Um, and I hope to make more like that, um, and, you know, not just to, it, it is cool. And from like a marketing standpoint, like we have that, like, you know, that that's the number one feature and stuff, but, um, we definitely want to, uh, pro- provide more tools 
right. um, for more types of features that are more art oriented, you know, um, like it's different from just posting a status on, on Facebook, you know what I mean? Like you, you need to have drawn something or, you know, you know, you need to have created something to use this post, you know what I mean? Um, and, and so that's different from the status post, which we have, we have status yeah. posts, we have video posts, have everything else, but that comparison slider is specifically for a creator um, and some or someone who creates, and um, it, it's a, it's definitely one of our favorites. And I'm hoping that we can c continue to create stuff like that um, because again, you know, we are for creators and and, cre and people who love cre uh, creating, um, and uh, you know, just yeah. So you know, it, that's definitely one of our favorites, and we hope to keep providing more tools like that. No, oh, absolutely. I sincerely cannot wait for more tools like that. But I did want to go back just a, just a hair, and I want to talk about the, something emphasized. Not only the fact that one the one of the most unique things about Inkblot is the fact that it is ran by artists, it is supported by artists more than anything else. How important was it for you as Inkblot started to grow that you had artists behind it help run it, run the thing? Um, it's very important to me. Um, so when I'm when I'm hiring and when I'm screening for moderator volunteers or whether it be staff, um, I'm looking for folks that are actually involved in the community. So I, I actually ask the question of, you know, are, you know, how do you fit into the community? What is your involvement with it? Um, and you know, you know, how do you, do you are you a creator? So you know, it doesn't have to be just an artist. It can be a musician. It can be a writer. It can be a photographer. I, you know, I've interviewed all types of different creators that want to apply to our team. Um, but I want to keep someone that is always uh, create that is a creator that knows what we're going through. That you know that that can relate, you know, um, you know, it, um, I listened to, it was a recent Twitter space with DeviantArt um, and their COOs, CEO, CTO, um, and pretty much the whole board was in there um, when they released that AI generator. Um, in listening to them, they were just so far removed from like knowing what we want and what we don't like. Like it, I, I, you could just listen to them and it was just like, wow you have absolutely no idea like that we don't what we like and what we do and, and you know what what we're facing here and how we feel about this like you know so my thing with that is that i don't want anyone on the team that has no idea what's going on or how we feel like that that's not going to move inkblot forward it's going to hinder it that's a disadvantage to everyone including ourselves um, to be making a space for creators and to have someone that has no idea, mm. like how it is to be a creator. So, um, it's very important to me. I, I, I could talk about it all day. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. I mean, it's a podcast. You, you're more than welcome to ramble, but you know, obviously, you know, as listening, you know, listening to creators, I feel like that's such a, I don't know, a novel concept for some reason, like the people that are, you know, driving more people to potentially come to these platforms or whatnot, actually listening to them and giving them opportunity to help support them or whatnot. You know, that's obviously why that, you know, all these different sites are implementing, you know, AI, art, NFTs, crypto bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, all this wonderful right. stuff right. because they just, you know, they know what's best for artists without saying a single word to them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, it's rough. I, I, it is rough, but I'm glad that you're actually providing that kind of you know mentality in the first place. Because again, like for some reason out there in the other social media worlds, it seems like a novel concept, but like the fact that you're actually taking the time to step back, listen to what people have to say or whatnot, like that's one of the things I appreciate about you guys more than anything else. 
Yeah, people like to be heard, you know. Um, it's cool to talk and everything, but people genuinely like to be heard. You know, we, we, you know, there's a couple of things that are on the website even right now is because of the feedback that we have gotten, you know. Um, you know, it, it's not, it, you know, there's things that, People mention to us and, and see like, hey, you know, this this would work better if we did it this way. And da, da 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 da. And you know, it's it's definitely the feedback that is shaping Inkblot. So I, you know, I like to say in the community in the community halls and our streams, like you know, at some point everyone's gonna have placed a brick on this house. So you know, it, we're making a home and everyone is gonna have a part in it. Um, and, and, you know, whether that have been just a bug report, whether that have been just a piece of feedback that we took and we placed it on the site, things like that. So, you know, it is it, everyone's help is making this house and that's what we want. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's very important to be to listen to everyone, um, especially when you're creating something for that community. Um, otherwise, you lose you lose its purpose. Yeah, I mean, especially because in fact that, like, at this point, like, yeah, you guys aren't the newest thing on the block, but you're still, like, growing, you're still developing, you're still creating something, which is something that for people that, you know, if this is not their first time hearing about Inkblot or whatnot, I do want to emphasize for the people out there, Inkblot is not something that just popped up just because Elon is destroying Twitter. That's something that, <laughs> that's something that you, if you want to go ahead and emphasize and go off on that, please do, but, like, yeah, no, it's something you guys have been around for a while developing, making something. Yes, we've been around since uh, May 2020, um, so two and a half years or a couple of, a couple more than a half. But um, yeah, we've been around for quite a while. Um, you know, the closed beta started in September of 2020. Um, we had a Kickstarter, which was successful, and uh, we launched that. Uh, we got about $29,000 um, to be able to launch Pad off into open beta. Um, and basically, yeah, we've been running ever since. We it's not, it's definitely not our first year. Um, it's not it's, it's you know we're about to go into our third uh so you know um we're it's i like to say that you know you're new to we're we're new to each other but we're not new <laughs> there you go there you go so does it amaze you more or less how much you guys have been able to develop this kind of community of artists in the first place like does it blow your mind just how much like you know we said this before but like you're getting close to 20,000 users on your website does it surprise you more or less how much you've been able to develop in the almost three years since Inkblot started it does and I like to the staff has to remind me actually um because I'm I'm always looking forward like I I cannot turn around and just give myself a pat on the back um I usually have to be forced to do that um you know it, it's it's the number is is big. It's a definitely a huge milestone for us. Um, but it's also like I can't. I'm not stopping because I. I know where I want this to be. I know where what we need as a community, and I'm just so I'm constantly trying to uh, like say yes. You know, I'm trying to be happy about our achievements that we've accomplished. But I'm also like, oh, it's and we got to keep going. We got to yeah. keep going. Um, but yes, it, it does blow my mind when I sit back. Um, you know, I, I like to, are we okay to curse on here? Or? Oh, yeah, I, I do not give a fuck. Go for it. Go all in. <laughs> you know, I told, I was uh, in my, uh, for a discord of my friends and I was like, who the fuck let me make a social platform? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like one of those times where I sit back and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, what did I do? <laughs> So, you know, um, you know, there are those times where I realize I'm like, wow, this, we've come so far and, and, you know, wow, this has grown so large. 
Um, and so, and it, but it's overall a good feeling for sure. That's good. That's, I mean, it's incredible. And honestly, as someone that, you know, is a creator himself and is, you know, growing a community slowly, but surely as well. I asked that question as well. Why the fuck are all these people here? <laughs> yeah. Like, thank yeah. you, but why? I mean, for, you know, again, we're kind of, I'm not going to say we're, cut from the same cloth but i will say like you know we're both people that try our best at the end of the day to like support creators support artists really let people like showcase themselves and really let them thrive more than anything else because that Mm -hmm. you can attest to this as someone that you know tried to slum it out when it comes to instagram as well like it's really hard for a creator to really be successful on social media it is it is and it's 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 a social media is a blessing and a curse and it's like you know i'm able to run uh my you know my other company uh from the safety of my own home and and ship out things into the world and and be able to meet so many different people um but it's also like we are reliant we're we're playing on someone else's playground or in someone else's front yard and when they tell us to get off it's time to go (laughs) like that's it we can't really complain about it you know um and it's free and it's it's something that you know we don't really need to do but when they made those algorithms um it started not being so free it started not being so fun play in this front yard um and and that's where it really started getting uh you know uh interesting because they're also um kind of being predatory towards small businesses and creators because they know that we've made these uh platform we've made our own livings and platforms off of these uh, off of social media mm-hmm. um but you know now they're like okay well you gotta pay to, you gotta pay to play essentially now um and they know that so and they know that there's really not nowhere else to go. Um, but I'm thinking that if we can make Inkblot another place to go, then they'll see they'll see just how much they need us versus we need them. Absolutely. I mean, imagine knowing that obviously, you know, there are you know, you guys are going up. It's like, yeah, you know, right now Inkblot is currently unranked if we're putting this in like different terms or whatnot. But you're going up against like, you know, top five opponents or whatnot when it comes to, you know, what's going on out there. But at the same time, the fact that you guys are still trying to pull off more or less I'll say it, the underdog story of still trying to survive and thrive and, you know, maybe not take the top spot, but at least show the top dogs that, you know, Hey, we're here to play. We're not here just to back down more than anything else. Like Mm -hmm. it's admirable more than anything else, knowing that you're providing this incredible platform for artists. I mean, I can only imagine like, you know, dealing with those top dogs, you know, trying to, you know, get the website up in the first place. Like I have to ask what's been more or less like the biggest hurdle for you guys since starting Inkblot. So the biggest hurdle actually hasn't even been the uh, the top uh, social giants. It has actually been other small companies and startups like us, um, which is, yes, it actually has. Um, So there has been projects in startups, and I say projects and startups as two different things because... Um, some of these sites have actually been a college project. So, uh... um, yeah. So we've seen a couple come and go um, over the last few years. Um, and the only one that I probably would back and also say is another uh, good, viable platform that I believe in and would love to be in and as a, a competitor. I, I'm very happy to say I'm a competitor against is Artfoil. Um, and that's pretty much about it. Um, there has been uh, sites like uh, Buzzly and Cheesy and ArtRise, and they have just caused a lot of hesitation in the community because they uh they burned so many 
bridges because of how they um how they presented themselves how they went about things um and um you know pretty pretty much the founders not being uh you know in busley's sense the founders not being great so and i'm not here to mudsling but I, I am telling the truth in the sense that you know it has caused the hesitation it has caused the distrust with other startups so again it hasn't actually been twitter or instagram because they actually let themselves down um <laughs> but yeah, it really has. Um, and uh, but it's actually been just people that are trying to accomplish the same thing as us. Um, Cheesy was a college project from, um, you know, just some guy just, you know, making a, a site for his pro for his college class. Um, and he just didn't have the funds um, to be able to hold that. But we are so in need of a space that we just was like blind, like blindfolded and just like, okay, here we go. Like, here's the next thing. Um, but, you know, they ended up closing down because, you know, again, he didn't have the resources. There was no business plan. It was just a college project, um, you know, or, uh, you know, so again, it's really, uh, you know, another, another site that I would say is, is good competitor and um, another peer in this race is probably um, Artfoil. Um, and, you know, I haven't heard anything um, I guess, uh, bad about them. Um, that would make me not really want to, uh, say, say anything about them, um, you know, versus Busley, but I have to say that Artfoil is good and, and the guys that yeah. are making that over there, um, shout out to them and, and I hope them the best as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, like obviously you're pr creating your platform, you're trying to develop it as well, but like you can also test this because I, I think of the same mentality whenever I see like other art podcasts or something like that. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like they're trying to do what they think is best to help promote the art community and help really grow mm -hmm. artists in general. And I mean, mm -hmm. like you said, yeah. you know, they don't seem to be problematic, knock on wood, hopefully, you know, more than right. anything else. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like as long as they're providing a space for artists to help them grow, who are you to argue? You just got to keep doing your own thing, right? Going to the beat of your own drum. Right. I would rather have um, our, our community to be able to have another option. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for them to be there. I, I would love um, for them to continue and, to, and, and, and be there um, because, you know, maybe Inkla is not the place for, for, you know, some people. And that's OK. Like, I, I really don't mind it. You know, find your space, find something that you believe in. Um, there's, there's thousands of websites and thousands of places. Um, we're just one. There's just one one uh, one drop in the bucket. And that's about it. And, um, you know. Uh, you know, good luck to anyone that, you know, wants to create another thing because we need options. We yeah. desperately do. But but let's talk about the option that you're presenting like super quickly. I want to ask this question. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, yeah, again, it's incredible to have all these other options and whatnot. But obviously, like, you know, at the end of the day, you're providing a good option as well. So I want to know, like, what is your guys' goals in terms of like supporting and really promoting artists? What is, what is like the goal for you guys to make sure that artists truly know that they are loved and supported at the end of the day? Um, so first of all, obviously listening to them. Um, but what is, we want to be able to help not only just the uh, hobbyist artist, but also the person that wants to try to make a living, um, someone that's dabbling in it, um, you know, uh, the freelancer artists. Um, I wouldn't say that we are catering to professional artists. I, I don't want to say that because um, there is art station and that's a totally different vibe, totally different playground over there. Um, and it, so again, you know, I'm a hobbyist at heart. So I, I really am for that person that just wants to make a drawing every other week and 
and call it a day um, and just post and share it. So, um, but we do have uh, options for like tip jars and things like that um, and commission systems and stuff like that. And then also um, trying to help out um, with that corner of the market that uh, Patreon has uh, a whip on basically. Um, <laughs> so we'll have a membership system as well. Okay. So being able to provide the social aspect as well as the um, tools needed to make it out there on living or from living uh, living off of your passion um just being able to provide that while listening to everyone and making sure that you know we just have a space forever um and you know that's owned by the community um right now because you know looking at da like you know how many people were paying core and mm-hmm. they their money helping make that ai generator like that's that's gross like you know that's for very me, gross. i was paying yeah, you know, if I was paying core and they ran out with that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I'm attributing to that. Like that, that's some of my money in there to make that. So we're 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 gonna be community funded uh, forever, um, and you know, we're gonna try to apply to grants and and stuff. Um, but otherwise, we don't want to have um, people having a hand in our pocket here um, in in our space. So yeah, it's to help the the everyday artists. Um, it's to help uh, anyone that just loves to create and also the supporters as well. Um, people that just love to support creators and artists and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do appreciate what you guys have been able to provide so far to really support those artists or whatnot. And like listening to them more than anything else, giving them that opportunity, you know, giving so many different voices on so many different communities, like a universal like opportunity to speak out and really like help you guys grow at the end of the day. Like, I cannot tell you mm-hmm. how much I appreciate not only you guys, like you're not just championing just artists in general. You're championing so many different kinds of artists. You're ch- challenging artists of different races, artists of different, you know, in the LGBTQ community, artists of, of different, you know, different aspects of life. Like I appreciate mm-hmm. everything that you guys are pushing forward right now. Like trying to get those voices heard at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%, you know, and like I said, like I said before, you know, people like to be listened to. um, And and that's 100% because, you know, you can't keep it in every day. You can't like, you know, just being able to just to shout and scream about something is always nice. Um, but you need to be listened to at yeah. the end of the day. Like, what is the message that you are shouting and screaming about? And then how can we move forward and help solve that problem? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why I'm glad I have you here because my voice needs to be heard. Uh, now, <laughs> I, I, I did want to say I have used, obviously, Inkblot a good number of times. And I, I'm starting to get a little bit more comfortable with it. It's kind of one of those you, you can probably attest this whenever you're starting off like a brand new, you know, whenever you're starting off with a new website, like or a brand new social media platform, you're trying to get comfortable with it, trying to get understanding of it more than anything else i'll say like the biggest issue i have at this point is the mobile Mm -hmm. app it's probably partially because i got like an older phone more or less it might not run as well but like you know i I also understand that again you guys are growing and developing that you know the the most recent update you guys had 1.8.2 correct me if i'm wrong um that was like it certainly helped out a little bit because i'm actually able to actually open it without it closing in 30 seconds that's how bad my phone is but yeah it's like getting that and like understanding the ui or whatnot trying to see kind of stuff like that like i'm still growing to become comfortable with it but yes at the end of the day i see the potential more than anything mm. else and that's why i love to see about you guys seeing how the discoverability i am for artists that i may have never heard about before and seeing some of their art mm. pieces like the art pieces i've been able to see in the few times i've been able to be on there or whatnot oh i'm blown away with seeing what artists are able to push out there as well mm. 
starting to develop yeah. starting to develop my community on there starting to see what other artists i've had you know either previously on the podcast or people that have supported the podcast having them kind of grow together and seeing their art or whatnot is something i'm excited about mm-hmm. more than anything else and you know i i know that again you guys aren't brand new to the market but you guys are still growing right. and i see that growing and i see that development and at mm-hmm. the end of the day like it's the potential that i'm more or less excited for seeing how far inkblot can grow Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, we, we definitely have those bugs. The cra- uh, We have our crash analytics and we're trying to fix and, in, 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 uh, you know, kind of get everything tweaked uh, with that. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, I always like to tell people, I'm like, you know, just get, we update once a week. That's literally yeah. the fastest we can do. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of people have mentioned the potential. Um, and what I like to kind of explain is this is our MVP. So uh, I mentioned it before. So it's pr- pretty much most viable product is usually what is brought to a, uh, some investors, a group of investors, and you're like, hey, here's this thing, and here's it. It looks really nice right now, um, but it's not at its full potential. But if you were to help me make it really nice, then you can be a part of it too. So we aren't going to investors. Our community is our investors, right? right? So this is our MVP. This is just the beginning everyone twitter has been an mvp facebook has been an mvp at some point but has been it's been given the funds and the money to because of the potential that they saw in that mvp to be able to grow to what the monsters that it is today mm-hmm. so um we are an mvp um and that's that's pretty much what everyone is seeing right now so i'm really happy to hear um, that everyone can see the potential because that is what an mvp is supposed to do yeah absolutely i mean i know at least you know right off the bat when i first used the website i donated uh 50 bucks for you guys' coffee and I'm going to plan on donating more to help you guys like grow because I definitely want to see more with really? this. That yeah. Yeah. That was me. I, I'm more than happy to help. Oh, yeah. I, I'm more than happy to, to support you guys more than anything else. Like I said, cause I know that like at the end of the day, even just with this conversation that we've had alone, I know there's a lot of love and support that you want to give to these artists and providing them a good, strong, safe space. And like hearing that not yeah. only, not only you're just creating this, just to eventually sell off to some millionaire so that they can do their, tweaks or whatnot like hearing that you guys are not going to just specific investors you're technically going to all the investors because we're all we all could potentially be investors if we wanted to like hearing that that's the basis of this more than anything else again it just it it adds more excitement and hype to what i want to see with inkblot yeah we are 100 trying to stay community funded uh you know it's it's definitely a risk that we take um, with, you know, with something like that, because, you know, you know, as a community, I, you know, from a business standpoint, um, I know my target audience and I know like, you know, our income and, you know, and, you know, we we aren't like, you know, we aren't millionaires. That's for sure. We're not a, we're not, like, um, you know, uh, like with my target audience for Fatal Flaw, like car guys, they get paid pretty well. You know, you know, they they are not. Um, you know, people that are just, uh, you know, that, that, you know, have to, you know, create and it takes days or weeks to be able to create something and then sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, car guys get paid hourly. They're, they're pretty well, you know, they were doing well in essential workers during the pandemic, yeah. you know, and that was able to keep fatal flaw running because they were still, they didn't have to get shut down or anything. They still had to work as on cars and stuff. Right. So for artists, you know, you know, the whole term of the starving artists and everything, we have to make our uh, we have to make our our uh, our 
you know, our paywall really low, right? Because so we have to have the three dollars and the one dollar and stuff because we are aware that our audience is not millionaires. Right. Um, but we are still trying to, you know, work with the community to be our investors so that we're able to keep them in control of everything. Um, you know, because the moment that you give a percentage of the company away, they're usually asking for board power. Um, they're usually for you know you're gonna do this or else i'm withdrawing my money um or else you're gonna owe me stuff like that so if we can have the community um put faith in us and, and also invest in us even if it is just a dollar or three bucks um then that is better than going over to some millionaire and you know um i'm a very blunt person so going over to some cisgender white guy millionaire that's going to be like oh well i don't want this gay shit on here so take it off and and we would, and essentially we would have to dance to that tune, right? Like we would have to, you know, um, because most millionaires are, you know, I guess that's that's a whole different story. But anyway, um, but yeah, you know, but that's essentially what it is, you know. I, I'm 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 queer and I'm black, and 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 you know, I know that, uh, you know, not having a safe space for queer people and also for POC um, is is very important. Yes. Um, and, it's it's truly important and then also you know even just getting into nsfw that's also important um queer you know nsfw is also inherently queer as well um so just having those safe spaces it you know trying to protect those spaces is a full-time job and one of that is being staying community owned yeah no absolutely i was gonna say i'm not exactly again same when it comes to saying like i try to as best to also like amplify those voices when I can. Like, I know, I know I'm a straight white guy as well, but also like, you know, <laughs> Hey, but Hey, I'm trying whatever I can to amplify those different voices as much you're as I can. Ally. Exactly. You're exactly. That's why I try yeah. to do it be at the end of the day. And again, hearing that you're also providing that space, you know, really trying to amplify those voices more than anything else. Once again, I am nothing short of just excited to see what could potentially be happening when it comes to inkblot. So I, I have to know, like for you, ultimately, what is there? Is there an end goal for Inkblot, or at the very least, where would you like to see Inkblot eventually develop into? Um, I, I mean, I definitely want to see it do what it's doing right now with all the systems fully running. It's stable. Um, we have a team. Um, you know, uh, we have hopefully millions of users. Um, <laughs> we're going to conventions. We're offering scholarships to creators. We're Ooh. offering grants to creators. Um, we're able to uplift. Um, you know, specific, uh, you know, uh, marginalized groups like, uh, you know, POC creators or LGBTQ plus creators, um, you know, we're offered to, uh, we're offered to, um, I, I honestly, I, I was even thinking about just, uh, you know, us being able to have our own studio for animation and be able Hell to, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I want to take it far. Like I want us to be able to have control of the, of the things that we create, you know, and, and I know the animation uh, community has been hit so hard this year in the last few years. Really. Tell me about um, it. <laughs> with all, yeah, with all the layoffs and everything. And I'm like, you know, what if we grow to so big? Not, not if, you know, I hate saying if, it's when we yes. grow to be big enough to be able to provide these things and we have the power and we're in control. Like there, there is no layoffs because we made that. And this piece of media is ours and you're not going to delete it. 
and stuff like that. So I want it to be huge. I want it to be everything and more. Um, and, 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 and we are in control of that uh, as a community. Absolutely. I would love to see just like a dedicated space for you guys more than anything else to be able to like get that stuff going one way or another, have people like, uh, like dedicated servers to make sure this stuff doesn't like, if it does rarely crash or whatnot, and, you know, dedicated studios to have like the animation stuff being provided. I could think just like Inkblot Studios or whatever, you know, whatever you want to name it or whatnot, which does lead me to a question I forgot to ask sooner. And it it's more or less when it comes to the naming or less the branding. Where did Inkblot come from? Like the name itself? <laughs> so I'm actually, I was ready for this question. Actually. Okay. So I have this note on my phone and um, it, it tells, it says all of the names that I actually was going to go with. Um, okay. oh man, let me see if I can find it here. Um, but yeah, Inkblot actually, I, I had this list. And I told, and I went, and I went in the, uh, in our, in my friend's Discord, um, and I was like, hey, there's this list, you know, because they knew that I was starting Inkblot, um, and, you know, around that time, and um, I was like, okay, so, uh, you know, here's a couple. What do you think? And um, one of them was called Blotter, and then my friend, um, shout out to my friend, um, they were like, how about Inkblot? And I was like, okay. And they were mentioning, they, they kept talking about um, Inkblot art, like the actual, like, uh, I can't say it. I'm probably going to really uh, want to mess this one up, like Roshkovsky or something like okay. that testing, where, you know, you make well, ink. Uh, and Rorschach test. Yes, yes, that one. Um, and you make, uh, you see what what's this blot of ink. What, what are you seeing you, uh, to look at it? So um, this was dated... Uh, May 16th, 2020. Okay. Um, and so I had a couple, I had Avanti, I had Avarti, I had Mosaic, I had uh, Vizian, Vizio, Artsy, Artivia, I had Art Hive. Thank God I didn't do that. Artivia sounds like an off-brand yogurt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, listen, I was trying. I no, was no, trying. I, I'm committing you for the credit. I'm just saying I heard the Artivia and I thought, Artivia. <laughs> <laughs> yup, that, I mean, <laughs> you're right, right? It, it, for me, I instantly think of yoga pants for some reason. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, so you got Artsy, Artivia. What are the names you got on that list? Um, I got Xbit. Um, I got Blotter, like I said. Mm -hmm. um, I have Hypish. I had um, Mosaic. I had Sitch, like from Kim Postel. What's okay. the Sitch? Okay. Um, I had Nimble, and then I had Vex. Okay. So um, none of those except for Blotter was the closest thing. My friend was the one that actually was like, "What about Ink Blot?" Okay. And I and I said, uh, you know, and obviously everyone thinks of like the butterfly when the butterfly ink test you know um and that's when i was like you know what let's go with that like and i i was looking at the uh ink blot tests and i said i was like oh the butterfly and then like oh social platform social butterfly right so um i went with that and you know it, that's how it came about i appreciate how you basically made that more or less like a nod or like an emphasize of that when it comes to your guys's logo as well because i didn't even think about that i mean that's that's a whole nother level of intrigue i I commend you. Good for that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But um, yeah, that's how we got to the name. Um, and that's how the, uh, that's why we go for butterfly or red butterfly. Um, there's no, uh, you know, when I commission artists for um, some of our pieces and stuff, 
Um, I, I always try to have a butterfly in there. Um, and I know there's no red monarch butterfly or anything like that. Um, but the red butterfly is just a fictional thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I mean, Hey, you know, it's, this is your guys's platform. You can make it whatever you want. You can, you can, I'm sorry. You can make it like, you know, 20 different shades of black if you wanted to. All right. Like, let's be honest. I will say though, the red monarch, very aesthetically pleasing. I really do appreciate that. So there you yeah, go. no, that's, um, that's definitely my, my graphic design experience type thing. Cause I know red is kind of like a popping thing. Um, the red white is like a, a good eye catcher. Um, and just obviously being able to have like a, a actual logo is something that you want someone to be able to uh, identify. So like, you know, we always identified a little uh, bird with Twitter and yep. things like that. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Jay, we've been talking a good bit about, you know, inkblot and obviously your history when it comes to art and all these different aspects but for this next question if i may i want to give you more or less the dream scenario if i may <laughs> okay. let's let's say i am big shot mr moneybags i come to him like look jay first off don't be hostile i'm here to help you guys out i see, i see a lot of incredible stuff and i want to I, I you there's a lot of stuff you could potentially do here you just need like a little extra push more than anything else we have access to anyone and everyone in whatever industry possible and more money than there should be possible. We should probably be emphasizing more voices, but that's part of the reason why we're here. We're here to emphasize those voices. Um, right. If given this opportunity, what would be the dream Jay Brown project or the dream inkblot project? What would be the dream? Like, so if we had unlimited money and unlimited resources, like of who to go to, uh, uh, just doing whatever you want, like whatever would be the dream end all be all like project for either you or Inkblot, or maybe it's both, whatever you want. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would change anything. I feel like we're, we're really doing what, what we, what we got here. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it would just be to have a full team really. Okay. I mean, I, I would I would just love to have a full team and dedicated to doing like a team doing the, uh, you know, fixing the website and the team fixing the uh, mobile apps and, um, you know, staff for support and moderator team and in a community manager. And, and that's it. I, I, I'm very humble. I, I, I only take what, what we absolutely need. Um, you know, I, I would love to be able to, uh, to to have the studio and all the other stuff in the future. Um, but yeah, I guess it, it, we're we're kind of on the way of what we we're, what we need, you know, uh, and that's it. I I I think I'm I'm more humble in that because it's like I know that this is the money of my community, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to be frivolous with it. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it's one of those like, yeah, just because I provide this doesn't mean you have to go like all the way. Like, I want a gold-plated building for this. Like, you don't have to do that kind of thing. Like, oh, it would be really cool if we could have a little. <laughs> I mean, I would love it. I mean, I would love to be able to work with my with my staff. Like, we're yeah. all remote. Yeah. Um, and I would love to be able to do that. Like having a spot in um, I, I want to say like maybe Oregon, um, or or somewhere. In, I don't want California. <laughs> Understandable. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, Oregon or Washington, um, and just be able to just have a spot like a hangout place, um, and also in pair with like the animation studio and like you know um, like a place that has like an art studio for artists to be able to come and uh, draw and, and and learn and like art classes and stuff like that. I've always dreamed about that, but that's I think that's about it. No no gold plates or yeah. anything. Just a place to come hang out, grab a coffee, and and also for staff to be able to see each other. 
Exactly. That's all. You, that, I mean, again, just because I provide the end all be all doesn't mean you have to make it like overly exuberant. If that's the ultimate dream, <laughs> if that's the ultimate dream, who am I to complain? So, yeah, right, right. But sadly, we have to get down from the dream scenario. We got to get back to reality ever so sadly. Oh, and I'll ask the ever so generic question. Where do you oh, hope to see yourself five to ten years from now? Um, definitely um, those two teams. Uh, obviously, uh, everyone is getting paid, including the moderator staff, because right now we're off of volunteers. There's only uh, there's only six people that get paid. I, I mean, five people that get paid. It is the four staff members who are our support team and our developer. Okay. Everyone else, excluding myself, is 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 a volunteer. So I mean, including myself as a volunteer. So I don't get paid or anything like that. The moderator team is volunteers, um, and the people that do the support end of things and development is getting paid. So uh, everyone on the team getting paid um, in order to do that, offering those scholarships, going to conventions um, or having our own convention, that'd be great. Um, but I, I definitely don't want to be a Tumblr convention point oh. <laughs> Wait, you, you, uh, you, you don't want your own ball pit in the random, you know, no, all the time? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I would have that just as like a gag, like more than anything else. Just, yeah. just, just for shits and giggles, just to have just a random ball pit. <laughs> there you go. Like, it off as well. This is display. <laughs> um, but yeah, us going to the convention, providing those scholarships and grants, um, just really, you know, really community based. Uh, just making sure that we're we're at a point where we're able to fund the team to keep the whole thing running and, and all the expenses and stuff. Um, again, I'm I'm just really humble in, in that, um, you know, in the sense of just want to make sure that it's running. I mean, that's that's a good thing to aspire for more than anything else. It's definitely a good mentality to have. As we start to wind down the interview, Jay, I just have one last question I want to ask you. Obviously, you've been deeply entrenched in art for as long as you can remember at the very least. How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? I think I think it is the most important thing. Um, it, it is everything that we see, every cereal box that we look at. Um, it is it's every billboard. Um, as you can tell, you can even find art when in a, in a car, looking at a car. Uh, it, it is, it's everything, um, you know, it, it's, if our life would definitely be, uh, black, gray, and white, if we didn't have art, um, it is everything that we want in the world. And yet it is everything that the world already is every time that we draw, um, every time that we make something, um, it's just our imagination plus our, re our reality put into one. Um, I think that folks that don't that, that don't look at art still see art um, in everything that they do. Um, personally for me, it has helped me to be able to find my own identity. Um, it has been able to uh, you know to be able to find other people, my friendships. Um, it is be able to find my community. So I think that it is important for everyone, you know, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's what we need in the world. Um, and that's why, you know, it's, it's so important to preserve, um, even the paintings that we see in, in old art galleries and everything like that. Um, it's important to even keep your own first drawing just to see where you came from and, and like your journey and your story. Um, but yeah, there, there's art in everything that we do. Um, and I just think that it's, it's the most important thing in the world. There you go. There you go. That is wonderfully worded, if I do say so myself. 
Well, um, thank you. <laughs> that's all the questions I have for you, Jay. Um, I've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but I'm gonna shower you with a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, <laughs> look, Jay. Ever since I first became aware of Inkblot through Twitter, sadly, mm-hmm. um, but ever ever since I first heard about Inkblot, I was always intrigued because I, you know, I, I'm I'm a person of the internet. I've seen different you know platforms come and go. I've seen different you know ways that people try to support art, like come and go or whatnot, but. I could tell just right off the bat that there was something with Inkblot, especially whenever I decided to develop, divulge more into it, seeing the presence that you guys had and basically the no holds bar attitude of like, we are here for artists. We're not good. We're here to listen to you guys. We are here for you. That's something that I appreciate and I loved and I admire from right off the bat and something that I knew I wanted to like invest myself a little bit more into. Uh, getting the chance to sit down and talk with you, get to hear your your story, see how you've been able to develop all the different, the the weird roads that you went in order to get to this point. You know, starting off in a completely different field that you know, if we're honest, has almost nothing to do with art. Getting to a point yeah. where like you're trying to create a platform to where artists can survive and thrive more than anything else. It gives me a lot more love and respect for you and your team. It gives me a lot of love and respect for Inkblot. And it's something that I feel confident in saying that I support Inkblot to the fullest and want to see it succeed more than anything else. I want to see you guys survive and thrive. I want to see people come to that in droves. I want to see people be able to grow through there, provide cool opportunities, really develop something incredible because what you've got so far is outstanding. Like knowing that this isn't something that just popped up like last week, knowing that there's a dedicated people of artists trying to help other artists succeed. That's something that I try to strive for. That's something that you guys are succeeding in doing right now and hopefully exceeding 20, 50 fold within the next couple years or whatnot. The, The long and the short of it is Jay, thank you for providing this space for artists and thank you for developing this community. And I sincerely hope that however you guys are able to make it grow, it's incredible. It's wonderful. And people truly get the opportunity to, to be like what they could potentially be because of you guys. So thank you for, thank you for what you do and keep up the awesome work. (laughs) Thank you for saying that you made my whole month. (laughs) I'm I'm just being honest. (laughs) I just tried to promote honesty on top of art on this podcast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here for that. And I hope we're everything and more for everyone in our community, to be honest. Absolutely. If nothing else, I'm a part of that community now, one way or another. So there you go. Now, now, yeah. if, now if only we could find a way to promote podcasts on Inkblot. That's another thing we need to get started. <laughs> I'm absolutely here for it. I, I know we have a couple of voice actors on there. So, Ooh, um, yeah, it's, it's, we have our audio yeah. uh, portion. So we definitely could do that. I think uh, we mentioned in our quarterly roadmap that we kind of make different profile styles. So mm-hmm. basically, if you're a podcast, we have a specific style for that. Um, if you're a voice actor, we have a specific style for that. There you go. Um, the animator would have a different type of profile gallery look so that okay. he doesn't have size fits all yeah so if you want to put like you know your podcasts and episodes on there we'd have something different for you as a podcast versus um an artist who just needs the gallery part of it fair enough so, um yeah we're, we're working on it we're working on it okay i'll definitely keep my eyes on it now the question is when is the inkblot podcast gonna be a thing that's another <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i think i think we, <laughs> we i'll be more than happy to jump on here there you go <laughs> Well, if, if people want to find you and maybe either bring you on as a potential future guest for their podcast, or at the very least find a way to show you the love and support, go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home. 
Um, okay. Uh, Inkblot uh, is on Twitter, Inkblot uh, underscore art. Um, you can always uh, email me um, specifically at jayinkblot.art. Um, and obviously, we're on most social medias, Instagram. Unfortunately, we're underneath inkblot.app. Um, but yeah, pretty much that's where you can get a hold of me and I'm more than happy, uh, to schedule a meeting or just, you know, uh, work up and schedule a podcast episode if that's what you're into. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I'm always open to, especially, uh, to boost someone else's podcast and stuff. I'd rather work with someone that's doing, um, something that, of a similar accomplishment rather than make my own, because if it's already established and, you know, it's <laughs> fair you know fair enough and of course if you guys are also you know obviously curious i would recommend going to the website inkblot.art to check out oh, this yeah. incredible social media platform that we're talking about how tonight. could i forget <laughs> <laughs> become a part of that community today people is it, it's gonna be something incredible i can already tell um yeah do you have any final words before we sign off um really just thank you so much um for having me on here um you know you you are don't, you are not just another podcast to me. You have your own personality. Um, I am definitely tuning in, whether it's an interview about me or not. I don't care. Okay. Um, that's you have such personality. It's, I'm already enthralled. So um, I think so. Thank you so much for having me on here. And obviously, uh, you know, uh, thank you so much for for you know encouraging me and in, in your thoughts on the platform. Um, you know, I know you you mentioned you know your phone crashing on the app and stuff like that, but um, you know. We're, I just want you to know that someone that doesn't get deterred from that and you kept trying and stuff, that that is, that is people that we're, that we def- desperately need right now. Um, because it's just like, you know, give us, give us more than one chance, you know, yeah. um, you know, because we're, we're doing our best and every week we get better. Um, so, you know, I know that if you're someone that's like that, then there's definitely other people that are doing the same thing. So I just thank you so much for your support truly, um, and your kind words, because it, it really does keep us going because as a small team, it, it does feel like it's a lot, but, um, small things like that. We always post in our little Slack channel, like, <laughs> Hey, look at the nice thing that someone said. And we're always just so happy, um, to get the feedback, whether it's positive or negative, as long as it's honest. That's yeah. All. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, obviously, th- like, if <laughs> if this was, like, what the new Twitter was going to look like, if Elon Musk, like, just broke everything down and brought it back and it's what Inkbot was supposed to be, I'd have several questions because the fact that it's Twitter. It should be a, like, 200 or 500 people team, like, supporting that kind of stuff. And there's all that. Stuff. You guys are a small team getting stuff growing, getting things going, and hopefully developing more to where you can get it to where you want it to be. If I was to, be, if I was to be angry right off the bat, like what good is that going to do? Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think people are so used to the tech giants and everything that, you know, a startup is totally different pace. So, but I, you know, again, I just thank you so much for supporting us, believing in us, being persistent and and patient. That is definitely more than what we need and and exact, but exactly what we need. Well, I'm, I'm glad to provide that at the end of the day more than anything else, but I will say those are wonderful words to end on. And for everyone else at home, I just have a lot to say. Hasta luego, mi amigos.
Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I greatly do appreciate you sticking to this point. Um, Jay was honestly a really interesting guest to have on this podcast. Um, I knew ever since I saw Inkblot really popping up, especially with, you know, Twitter being the giant burning dumpster file that it still is. It still is that. But ever since I've seen them really, like, popping off and, like, letting people know about the alternative and really, like, staying on top of it more than anything else and letting people know what they're about, I knew it was only a matter of time before I could have them on the podcast. So, um, Jay, if you're listening to this point, thank you so much for sticking around and thank you so much for your time. Um, You know, I said this multiple times during the interview, but, like, you know, joining a social media website is completely different from starting a social media website. So know that you're doing what you can to, to make the legwork uh, possible to, to, to get something like this out there for artists. More than anything else, I, I can do nothing short but commend you. Um, you and your team. Like, keep up the awesome work. You know, That's something that amazes me more than anything else when it comes to Inkblot. Like, it seems like a novel concept. You know, a social media website dedicated to artists that truly listen to their artists first and foremost. Like you, you would think you would think that more people would, you know, kind of take that initiative to do that. Cause in fact that, you know, Hey, if you want to have an audience, you got to listen to that audience. But you know, we live in weird times. We live in strange places and you know, I'm just glad that there are people out there that are putting in the work to try to make something possible for other artists. Which is why I encourage you guys to give Inkblot a chance if possible. This is not some paid advertisement. Inkblot has, you know, Jay did not give me a lump sum of cash for this or not. This is completely me being honest, talking about this stuff. The 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 mobile app is still buggy to me. I'm still getting adjusted to this stuff, but I still have faith in it. That is the honest truth I can give you guys. Anytime that an artist is willing to try to support an artist, that is something I cannot help but get behind in the first place. Uh, that's why I'm giving you guys that transparency whenever I said, you know, hey, I gave a little money to help Inkblot, you know. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm not advertised by Inkblot doing this thing or whatnot. Like, I want to support them and I want to see them succeed. And I sincerely hope if you guys have the ability to, if you can at least get a profile with Inkblot, and if you can donate a little bit of money, that's awesome. If not, that's fine. Just start using the website. Start connecting with people. Start growing the site more than it already is. Because anything you can do to tinker with it and to help the site grow more than anything else is going to help in the long run. Like, especially at this point, anything you guys can do to help them, go for it. Anything you guys can do to help other artists, go for it. 